Hello, welcome to the Fierce Motherhood podcast episode two. I'm Jen Kramer. And I am Jen Seaton. We are excited to have you join us today. Yes, and I am excited too, Jen, because we haven't talked in a while. And I was telling you earlier about some stuff that hit me this week, and I thought we could talk about it today. Awesome. Let's (laughs) dig in. Let's dig in. So here's what happened. So I was scrolling on Instagram and I see often, um, I see often a lot of mom stuff, right? Probably because I follow other moms too. Um, I see a lot of mom stuff and a lot of it is around mom guilt. And there's even quite a few like coaches and um, other just moms, you know, they, that doesn't necessarily mean they're a coach that are talking about how to help with mom guilt, how to, you know, strategies to work around it, strategies to overcome it or um, figure out what's really going on with you. And almost, it made me feel Jen, like almost like it's a thing and, and you're, you, there's some things you can do to, to help with the thing. Like, that's what I heard. That's what I I feel from the phrase mom guilt. I feel like it's out there so much. And when I hear it, I don't know, it it irks me. And and I know guilt is real, right? Like I know that people feel guilt. All people have the ability to feel guilt. But I don't I don't understand why we as women have allowed mom guilt to be its own entity. Does that make sense? It does. And it's so interesting that you bring that up because mom guilt definitely quote is a thing, but you would have to, I would have to research this, but is it in Webster's dictionary? Like, is it recognized by the American Academy of Pediatrics, like the NIH? But it's like a, a disorder. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a thing. Like it's really out there, but like you know, it's not like a diagnosis of anxiety and depression, but it's real. And um, I get your perspective of as to why it's real why is it so heavy and um yeah why why because I can tell you um from my perspective with my kids transitioning out of our home in two and three years I can tell you I experienced a lot of mom guilt (laughs) Uh, what what do you mean so I'm on the flip side right you are the advanced gen because you have older kids and I have younger kids. So what do you mean? Like you experience mom guilt, like now that they're late. Cause I think when I hear mom guilt, like, don't you often think like little kid mom guilt, like, like kids going back to daycare kids, you know, are you doing the right thing? Are you giving that, you know, giving them the right foods and get like, that's, that's the mom, like that's the mom stuff I hear a lot around that. What do you mean when you talk about now that you have older kids, you have mom guilt? No, I was saying that I have experienced it, but I don't think it necessarily stops when they're younger, when they're toddlers and when they're, mm-hmm. you know, um, six-year-olds, like elementary kids. I don't think it stops. I think that it can 
um, transition even into teenage years. But I think you brought up a good question as to why does it exist? When you think of guilt, you think of you are judging yourself because you don't feel like you're doing something right. You're doing something wrong. And a lot of that is the result of um, comparison and the expectations of society. So um, although it's a real thing, maybe we bring it upon ourselves because I can tell you my experiences um, of mom guilt were that I wasn't home enough for my kids, that I was working so much um, for my kids. I had some guilt with um, the current situation in our household because um, we transitioned from the New Jersey, Philadelphia area to the Florida area where I took on a job as an OB doc and my husband still had a job um, up north and we moved down here for my career but unfortunately he couldn't find a job so he was transitioning um, back and forth so he was you know that was part of the reason why you know I wasn't home as much and I had to get a nanny was because he was flying back and forth and you know I had some mom get guilt about that regarding you know my career as to you know I've chosen this career and this profession where I'm not home with my kids. I can't go to the activities at their schools like I desire. But, you know, that was guilt of me comparing myself to other mothers and what other mothers were doing instead of me standing in the power of just being and choosing what it is that I wanted to choose for my career and being okay with that. So, right. I get what you're saying. Like, were you saying like, if like alignment, like if you, if you were able to go back, would you align yourself the same way that you had, you know, would you, would you feel like, and I'm totally just being devil's advocate here. Would you Mm -hmm. feel like you had to have the career in that way or would now you see other opportunities and other, other ways? Like, does the mom, does the, does the thing does the we'll call it it no just the thing yeah the, <laughs> does the thing because <laughs> um, I'm I'm almost refusing at this point to give the mom guilt thing more power I feel like it's this thing that we as women have said oh it's a thing like it's a real thing and I get the sentiment I don't get why we're allowing it to be a thing because I bet I could if I looked up dad guilt I don't know if I would find as many Pinterest pins about that or (laughs) of course not guilt or you know what I mean like is is there I don't know why we're still letting it have have the power we're letting it have as opposed to talking about values and alignment and you know what are other ways you know would the would the gen now go back and look at your career and say we, we could have done it differently. Not that it would take away from your job or your, your role as a doctor, but like, are we just out of alignment with what we want to do? Or are we not being okay with the fact that maybe we work more than others or, you know, like what, what is it that's giving it the power to be its, its own thing? 
I I a hundred percent agree with you, and part of it is being in a, in alignment. And you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and it's so interesting that um, just hearing your perspective, I did not have this type of insight and um, support or. Um, investment in myself as far as coaching and just kind of even as a physician (laughs) kind of um (laughs) figuring out okay what is really um present for me what what are my true desires you know and just kind of sitting down with that and being comfortable with it so a lot of it I feel has to do with the work in which we're willing to put in to, you know, figure out what our true desires and passions are. And, and like you said, being in alignment with that and being okay with it. Um, I probably wasn't okay with it. Um, Mm. then maybe, um, maybe I wouldn't have chosen a a particular field. Maybe I wouldn't have chosen OBGYN, you know, mm-hmm. uh, maybe I would have been a stay at home mom, you know, and done other things. But I think that the it, the thing is present <laughs> <laughs> because we may not be true to our desires and what we really want. And going after those desires and being comfortable um, with our decisions because I my kids were okay. Like my kids, they were fine. They turned out all right. (laughs) Exactly. They (laughs) turned out okay. Like was I the perfect mom? No. And I wasn't trying to be the perfect. I don't think there is a perfect mom. But were they okay? Did 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 they suffer a lot of? emotional trauma because mommy wasn't home as much no you know that's just me projecting on um my misalignment and maybe not being true to what it was that I desired you know or what I really desired because I I desired to be home more with my kids you know when they were yeah and was your mom my mom was a you know for for our generation, my mom was a stay at home mom. Was your mom a working mom, stay at home mom? She was a school teacher, so she um was you know pretty much home home with us, you know. Right for Started the most school, part, yeah, seven to three, and you know during my younger years, we went to the school that you know she taught at, so you know that really wasn't an issue so me and she was a a single mother beginning at uh when I turned I believe 13 so it wasn't like you know she wasn't home when we were younger yeah. you know during those school it, age years yeah i was going to say i think it was definitely i feel like there's been a shift right in our last for me 36 years you, you're still 21 um but, <laughs> but thank there's, you. I, thank think you, there's, thank you. <laughs> I think there's been this shift where we saw our moms be home and present so much. And then as the as, you know, our journey as women, you know, in in the world has changed. You know, I think that I always I always said I was never going to have kids that turned out really, <laughs> really well. I've had I have four now. Um, but I never really wanted kids because my mom really ingrained in me that that sh- that we 
she wanted me to go to college. She wanted me to be the first person to go to college. And so I heard a lot of my life focus on you, do the best in school, get a job, get a career, make good money. Right. And so I never really wanted, I never thought I didn't have the mom that was like, have a family, have a family. So I never heard that. And I think I thought I knew what I was going to do. Right. Even with my daughter, I thought, Oh, even when I got pregnant, I'm like, okay, well, then she'll go to daycare. I'll go back to work and do to do, you know? And when it actually happens, it's so crazy how you can go back into what you know or what you experienced growing up and then feel that dichotomy of like, but this is who I am, but this is what I've ex always experienced. And how do I merge the two into being this independent woman and being a family mom without giving up one or the other. So it's, it's interesting. Like, I think that's where the thing came from is that dichotomy of, well, it's one or the other, you know, it's, it, you can't, you can't have both is, is where like I resonated with when I first had my daughter, this like, oh my gosh, I have, she's too small. I have to send her to get to daycare. Should I just quit my job? Like, you know, you, you have this love and these emotions, but then when the twins had to go, I was like, cool, we're all going to daycare, get in the car. <laughs> like, here we go, guys. You're going to have a great life and make friends. You know, you learn the second time around, but it becomes, I, I don't know, Jen, I'm just like, I see these moms who are and hey girl I was I, let's just face it the people at daycare thought I was a nutcase they even <laughs> said, they even said to me after the twins they were like wow you've really calmed down a lot because I was like why is her bottle only only three quarters gone and does she have a problem eating and how was her poops today and like I was crazy I visited <laughs> every day for a year so I get it but I see these moms like just questioning their every decision and how can we as women get uncomfortable with making decisions get not comfortable how can we be uncomfortable with making decisions we got to make for us and know that we're always going to do right by our our kids and our husband and our friends and our family you know what I mean right and it's it's so interesting because I just think society and just how individuals show up. I really think it's a, a comparison thing where we allow comparison to steal our joy and we don't just trust ourselves. I think as moms, we have to begin to really trust ourselves, like you said, and know that if, I want to be a working mom and I want to take my kid to daycare at six weeks. There's nothing wrong with that. If I am a working mom who's tired, too tired to cook dinner um, when she's but gone. You don't have to apologize. Exactly. And it's okay. There's no judgment. Hey, if you take your kid to a fast food restaurant it's okay it's just not judging ourselves and just being okay and understanding to trust um our decisions and not compare and ourselves. our desires yeah desires, like you said just you wanting something is 
okay. Exactly. 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 And not trying to be a martyr and just, you know, I'm just going to sacrifice myself for my kids and just no longer take care of, you know, who I am and, and go after my dreams because, you know, they are just the center of my world. Like that is yeah. old news. Like that, <laughs> that is not hip. Like it's I mean, not it. That's, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I just experienced that and not even on the magnitude that maybe some other women do, but like for a while I thought, I actually had the thought after I had the twins and maybe this was raging hormones, but I had the thought that I would work out when they were 18. Like that's <laughs> insanity, right? Like that, maybe that was hormones firing. Cause I probably had more because of the twins, but I literally had the thought I couldn't work out and get in good shape till they were old. That's like, so interesting. And, yeah. and like the, the freedom that came when I realized I didn't have to make pureed baby food all weekend long, that they make the freaking jarred baby food now with no preservatives and I could buy it and spend the extra 50 cents and save like my sanity. You know what I mean? There's just there. I guess my point. Girl, time is money. <laughs> time is money. How? How else can you do it? How can you do what you want to do and be the mom you want to be? How else can you do it? That's what we should be saying. Instead of saying we have mom guilt, mom guilt's thing, and here's how to help with your mom. We should be saying, how how else can you do it, girl? If you want to work and you want to take your kids to daycare, how else can you do it? Can you get a nanny? Can you, like, just the how. Being comfortable with, like, how? How else right. can we get what we want out of life and still serve the people we love? You're, you're so true. And then once we make that decision, being comfortable with that decision and not um, judging ourselves. And, and for those moms who want to stay at home, be comfortable with that. If that's what you choose, you know, if you want to stop working and, you know, stay home to raise your kids, you have to trust you and, and make sure that you're not making those decisions and living a journey because of someone else. Yes. You understand? Yeah. The decision and to do it versus the decision to always do it. And then I have clients who, who they're like, well, I was a stay at home mom and that's what I wanted to do at the time, but they're not investing enough along the way in themselves. And now they're like, well, now what? My kids are in middle school or, you know, they're getting older and they don't need me as, as much as they did. And now they're feeling like, well, now what? Exactly. You have to balance yourself and you have to not lose who you are in the process, in the journey of motherhood. That is so key, not to lose who you are as a woman, you know, so and not just define yourselves by being Johnny and Becky's mom. Mm, yeah. So I think what we're saying is if if is we're not we're not gonna let the thing be a thing for us and we are gonna say how how can we live with our desires how can we be keeping ourselves uncomfortable with the the and and cool with the decisions that we make and that we are important and we are first and the kids are happy our husbands are happy when we put ourselves 
first? And how do we keep doing that? And how do we keep asking ourselves how? How can I have what I want? How can I, you know, make it work without going crazy? Right. And when you ponder and and meditate on the how, again, once you, um, part of that is really sitting down and figuring out what your true desires are. And once you realize that, again, be comfortable with it. Don't judge it. Let it be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I think the reason I keep saying uncomfortable and you keep saying comfortable is that we want to be good with it. But I think there's so many moms probably sitting down going, but, but I, I think about them all day long or I worry about them. And that's natural to have care and love and concern for your children. I think what we're saying is trust yourself that you're making the decision, even when it feels uncomfortable trust yourself that tomorrow if you don't like the decision you made today you can change you can pick a different course you know I think that's the thing I didn't think I didn't think that there was another course I always thought there was only one way and there's not change your mind every day go to purees don't go to purees send them to daycare (laughs) don't send them to daycare like make a make a choice that feels good to you in that moment and trust yourself that you're making the right one no matter what Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love All right. it. Jane. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. Message us if uh, what resonated with you. If this sounds like you, if we're just super funny, let us know. Um, and, and what came up for you on this podcast? We'll see you guys soon. All right. See you all soon. Bye.